Hello, and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more shelf stories. Hey, gamers, this is Liz Davidson from Beyond Solitaire, and I'm here with Jason Perez from Shelf Stories, the One Stop Co-op Shop. How are you doing, Jason? Yo, my peoples, what's up? One Stop Co-op Shop special today, people. We're not going to uh, break down the culture wars. We're not going to uh, toss uh, bombs into our, our general discourse and do what we do. No, no, no. Games. Games on the table today, people. They, they, uh, love this game that's coming up. Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. A, uh, a game is coming up. <laughs> a game. A game that we might have been interested in playing together because this is very on brand for us. Uh, we are brand. doing a co-review of Stellarion, which is the newest entry into the Oniverse. And of course, Jason and I have ranked all of our previous Oniverse opinion, like game opinions, and I'll link that below. But we're not going to do another full re-rank today, but we do want to review and talk about Stellarion. So if you open the Stellarion box, this is not, this is kind of an announcement that came with Stellarion. We are, um, Shadi has announced the full Oniverse. Right, we we know what's coming. We get we're getting a game. It's a game a year. So like we're getting a game next year, and then we're getting a repackaged Urbion the year after. Uh, so the big box and whatever, because it's he 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 owns it now. It's 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 his. It's not Z Man's anymore. Uh, and so we're gonna get the repackaged Urbion. Then we're getting uh, Ultimon, I think it's called. So Ultimon being the final Oniverse game. So when Ultimon comes out, people, we will re rank all of them in a big video. Yes. Yes, we will We will do a whole big celebration of a tremendous series in solo gaming. But Very for now, Stellarion. Stellarion. It's so cute. It <laughs> so yeah, this is a new publisher other than Z-Man, but it really looks just like sure. the old ones. Like you open it up, there's a little fold out, there's a meeple that somehow plays with the expansions. Yep. Um, you know, it does everything it's supposed to do. So Jason, you want to just give like a quick overview of the game? And then, so everybody out there i'm gonna record a little how to solo for it in the coming weeks and then i'll, I'll link it down below jason's already got one out so i'll link that so if you right. want to see some gameplay go check out his video on the one-stop co-op shop not only do i have some gameplay uh you know how i roll in one-stop co-op shop i have this for all of the all of the only verses on the one-stop co-op shop i have a playthrough of the game with all the expansions mixed in i don't mess around people <laughs> As soon as I started to learn the base game, I'm like, all right, module, 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 let's get this thing filmed. Uh, so, okay. Uh, so Stellarion is a deck uh, deck futzing game, a <laughs> deck management game. It's all yes. cards, right? Uh, so it's kind of in a way getting back to the Oniverse's roots. Uh, Onirim was all cards, and this is the one game where it's like, okay, now we're going to play a classic feeling solitaire game. Uh, only uh, the deck management is accomplished through a set of powers. So you're going to have a deck of cards. I think it's a 50 cards, 60, 60 cards um, that is split up into eight piles. Uh, you have two major suits and uh, I think four minor suits in each individual one. There's a theme, <laughs> whatever the theme, you know, like you're, uh, I think your uh, creature's launching into space or something or exploring space. Yeah. You're like an astronomer and you right. have, you have ships to launch, but you need to know the location. So it's like a nebula, a star and a planet, whatever you're matching suits. Okay. There's <laughs> all, four suits. All, all matching the suits. games. Like, you know, so Onirim has no theme. Stellarion has no theme. <laughs> it's just a, a motif to uh, organize what you're doing. So like in terms of the major and minor suits, uh, you have uh, a plan, uh, what is it? Uh, galaxy suits and you have uh, object suits. Yeah, basically there's like two ways to define the cards, right? There's um, 
there's color. So there's four different colors. And then right. each color, yeah. you have four different kinds of cards. So you got the ship, which is the one like big object. And then you got like your little triangulation thing going on. So it's like, oh, the nebula, the planet, and the star. And it's like, oh, right. if I know where all these things are, then I can launch the ship. So you have to have um four of each. Well, you have to one of each of the four kinds of card in the same color in order to launch a ship, but everything's buried in these decks of cards. So you have to right. like do all these actions to dig them up. Right, exactly. So um, so basically that that is the game. Uh, so the game is digging cards out of eight piles and you're dig you're doing that by executing power. So that's what makes it different from a, a classic solitaire game. There's no powers in a classic solitaire game. Here, uh, if you have, so the, uh, the top card of each of the eight piles is visible. And if you match the, the individual suits, so if you match two um, uh, rockets, and if you match two planets, you can do a power. And that's where the game is. So which power do you use at which particular time? Uh, you have to discard the cards. So you have to do so in the most efficient way possible. So that's where the management comes in. You can't just fire off power, power, power and expect to do well. You have to really figure out, okay, calculate the odds of what is in each individual pile, calculate the um, the, the chances that you'll get the car that you need. Yes. Uh, and and then sometimes you're stuck and you have to like go to do the, the star power is like, okay, shuffle and pick up two random cards and maybe you uh, will get something. And that's a terrible power, but uh, a, a terrible power overall when you don't know exactly what you're going for, but you might need to do it. Uh, because you need to get things going. And then eventually you do this big match. So the big match is four of the object suits. So four of the object suits in one galaxy. And then once you discard four, those four cards simultaneously, then you'll get a voyage card and you have to discard eight voyage cards in the base game. Right. So like times. Gosh, you know, like I, I definitely messed up a lot the first few times I played it because if you discard too many cards, right. then you won't have enough left to do that four match to actually launch anything. Right. So you can do powers to your heart's content. But if you do too many rocket powers, which is my big weakness, because I like being able to just get what I want out of the right. deck and move it up mm -hmm. to the top. Like I'm a selfish person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want what I want. I want it now. Right, right. Um, so, you know, like I have a tendency to be like, well, this one risk won't matter. I can get away with it. Right. And then I'll discard too many of one thing and then be like, oh, crap. I uh, Right. So the yeah. card powers, the four card powers, and they all relate to managing something in a deck so you have uh so liz was mentioning the ship power the ship uh, lets you kind of dive into one one deck and get one card individual card uh another power was the planets they let you reserve cards so it's like okay i can't you do anything with this now but i'm going to reserve this off to the side and then you know keep on going and then wait for a match uh, right. Another power is uh, kind of the, the thing I mentioned with the stars. Uh, uh, you see more cards, but it's a little bit more random. So it's kind of scrying a deck. Uh, and then you can nebula, which is re um, retrieving discarded cards. So there is a way to retrieve discarded cards, but not many. <laughs> and you discarding nebula yes. in order to retrieve the discarded cards. It is very much a management game. Uh, you're not relying on the theme here. It, you have to really like classic feeling card play in order yes. to endorse Delarion. Yes, and you have to be good at being alert to what needs to be left in a given deck in order to get what you want. Um, right. So there's a bit of card counting involved. However, right. it's mm -hmm. not a memory game in the sense that you you know right. the composition of each deck and you're allowed to look through the discard pile. Mm -hmm. Like Actually, I noticed from your playthrough, you and I both like to kind of fan the discard out yep. so that you can see what is in there right now. Mm -hmm. So you can use process of elimination to know what still must be in the decks that remain. Right. So you, know, you don't have to remember a lot, but you do have to be aware of like the original contents of those decks what must still be buried in there somewhere mm -hmm. um and you have to bring that into 
your calculations when you're choosing your actions. It's not really a memory game. Like you have to remember what is in each stack, but once you get kind of the math of the game, you, you're going to know. Exactly. Uh, it's, you know, like a Friedman freeze game. Like I think of finished or uh, some of his other kind of two F games. Uh, you have to remember what's in the deck <laughs> and like straight up, like a memory type situation here. You know, if you fan that discard out, you can fish to it in time. Uh, and, and the deck is very stable. You're not like remixing the deck every single turn. Right. It's right. A, you know, so that sounds like, oh, well, am I playing the same game every time? Well, that initial deal, that top card is going to be different. And the way that you combine that the order in which you combine cards could be different. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it is a classic feeling card game, uh, and I, I, I kind of want to go into my final thing, but I think we've described the game. Oh wait, yeah, modules. We gotta modules. talk about the modules because modules, I yes. really think that they make the game like more on on. But sure, sure, um, sure. you know, the the base game is pretty base. You know, it's entertaining. It's base. <laughs> it's base. It's yeah. like just doing the little card math will entertain you until you kind of figure it out. Right. But then gotta have. The modules so there are several for this game um Four. which i thought were pretty good uh so correct me okay there's the black holes yep so if you get enough black holes you um you know can discard a bunch of them to remove mm -hmm. a lot of those um goal cards yeah so um, black, yeah that that so in every universe game you do a good it, it gives you a good and a bad thing Yes. So, and you have a challenge, and then it's a, a fruit if you overcome the challenge. So then, with the black holes, you shuffle them into the deck, one per, and it, you can't do anything with them as if they're like one, two, or three. So they'll gunk up your tableau, right? Yes. So you have to manage. You, know, I, if you watch my playthrough, I'm like, oh please, where's my fourth black hole? Once you get the fourth black hole, then you can discard multiple voyages, and the game balances that by you shuffle in multiple of the gold cards, the voyages of the gold cards. Right. That's that's uh, black holes. Yes, there's also um, it's uh, observations and discoveries where you're watching. Basically, you're watching <laughs> for certain conditions to appear in your tableau. So you, oh, you theories, have to be able yes, to see. Theories. Yeah, there we go. Uh, then you have to see three planets, and you have to see three nebulae, whatever order those tokens come up in. Right. Um, so it adds an extra goal to your game, but you do get a cool power um, that you randomly draw in exchange. So like you pay up by having to find certain things in your tableau, yeah. and then you. Are rewarded with a good power yep yeah uh, and i liked mirrors that was cool actually yeah you get uh, mirrors is another card you shuffle into the deck you get you get uh, another shot at your minor powers so uh, if you uh, in terms of the firing off the powers you can fire from minor power which is uh you know two same objects of different suits if you do two of the same object same suit then it's a major power uh so mirrors let you give you access to extra minor powers and then there's a a trade-off there uh, and that you have to obviously uh, discover another voyage there. And then the other one, which I mispronounced, oh, the, the mispronunciation. Sun. The Glaucus Sun. I call it the Globulus Sun. Because <laughs> I remember from old G.I. Joe's, like the Globulus or whatever it is. Uh, so uh, this is a, a token, that, and this is where the token plays in. Yes. Uh, the little meeple guy. Uh, so then it, you as you fire off major and minor powers, you're proceeding on a track. Uh, and the, it's a countdown timer. Basically, it adds a countdown timer to your game. The, the game already has a countdown timer because the decks are finite, but yes. this one adds like a physicality to the timer where it's like every time you fire for power, you, you progress the thing. If you do a launch, you progress it a lot. Uh, you can sacrifice action to kind of move the thing back, but it's it's but it's but basically you're manipulating a timer. Yes. And it's it's cool. Like they all they I really all liked it cool. actually, especially the way that you could back it up and like get yeah. rewards for doing that. So I'm getting at the meeple just because. So I looked up Glaucus, because I was like, like, 
is this Greek? What is this? Yeah. Um, it's like there's a lot of Greek people named Glaucon and like mythology stuff. It means like a gray green color. So mm. okay. I would say that the meeple is accurate. Like it okay. is in yeah, fact sure. a, a Glaucus son. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's the same meeple as what's on the cover. Yes. So the little like, you know, uh, rising sun of like this rising weird sun. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of description, but we're trying to paint a word picture over here of Stellarion. Uh, very much a, a classic distilled card game. The base game is is very much, you know, you like a lot of the Oniverse games, the base game is like the distilled, boiled down version. You're doing one thing and over and over again. Uh, and then the modules add a lot of that seasoning, that flavor. Yes. So final thoughts. What did you think, Jason? I really like this game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I did too. I At first, when I was just playing the base game, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Right. Uh, but then as I started to add the modules in, I liked it more and more. Mm-hmm. I think this might be like a full module or at least a couple kind of game. But then I really, really liked it. So I am just so context, right? I'm a classic card lover. I grew up playing solitaire uh, and you, you know, all sorts of solitaire. Like there's the Klondike solitaire, but then I'm the type of guy that would like look up books and be like, okay, what other, what else can I do with this two card deck? And I would, I, I'd run through like a series of 10 different solitaire games. And that's how I grew up. Uh, and just, I'm a card man. I just love cards. So I had the same experience through my first half play of like, okay, what's happening here? Because it is so dry. So you compare it to a game like Sylveon, Sylveon is, it evokes the feeling of a tower defense game because it gives you that movement of the cards. You know, yes. the card, the plant for a zombie style, you know, moving towards whatever the goal is. And whatever you think of, of Sylveon, it feels good because it the, the game does things to evoke its the sense of its theme. This game does nothing to evoke anything in terms of theme. It is a basically a purely mathematical experience. Uh, yes. And or I, I shouldn't say purely because you're not doing any math. It's like uh, you can tell like like the the deck is mathematically constructed. Like there's a there's a yeah. sound basis to it. Like you're it's, still doing card stuff, but it's very much like based on a system of like okay one through ten and right. you know, two of like this. It's, it's mathy the way that Sudoku is mathy. Like it, yeah, yeah, you can count true. stuff, but it's it's more about reasoning than about math. It's uh, that's 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 probably a, the better way to put it. It's more about reasoning, calculating odds. Uh, and and just managing resources, uh, but the 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 foundation is very mathematically sound. And yes. I say that because uh, you know if you play the base game, you will only have like two cards left every single time. It is constructed such that uh, it the game will play out. Uh, you know, it, you'll 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 get there differently, but like you'll get to this basically the same place because the math is so tight and so uh, refined. Yes. So. You know, so I'm playing the card game and it's okay, but then I just I because I appreciate like that those kind of uh, games and I appreciate how soundly this was made. Like it just it was like okay, I'm it, like the end of the game felt tense, and obviously if you don't like the game, you're not going to feel the tense. You just could be like okay, get this get this over with. But I felt I was like oh, there's there's some stakes here. I have to, yeah. you know, uh, I only have one moon left, and I have to you know uh, make sure I have to dig them dig the moon out with the nebula that leaves me with only one nebula left. And so I got into that and that was cool, you know? And I was like, okay. And I, I played the, the base game, I don't know, like 10 times straight just to like, okay. Uh, cause I, I, cause I was bad at it at first. And it, and it really like you, you, the, the tendency is just kind of fire off powers. You don't know like which cards to use to fire off the powers. And then you figure it out, like use powers off of the top deck and try to yeah. set yourself up. So that the bottom deck is your, your big set match. 
uh, and okay, use these powers these ways to try to save. So major coordinates are really powerful, and all that kind of stuff. So once I figured it out, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I did the base game. The base game I enjoyed. Like I think I enjoyed enjoy the base game way more than you. I do like though there is a learning curve because yes. I think that a solo gamer needs such thing. Yeah, yes. and like when I say the base, like I enjoyed my first place the base game. It's just that I would not play the base game only forever. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to start. But then yeah. I actually thought it becomes a much richer experience just from adding different types of cards and just throwing some little surprises right. in there. Yeah, so that's a great point. Um, I could, so I, I'm going to compare this a lot to Sylveon uh, because of the, the nature of the, the the pureness of the cards. Uh, and so Sylveon, I won my first game. And like I kind of figured out, okay, put down a a, a, a big fountain. Yeah, and and use the use the other cards to kind of direct the bad cards into the fountain because and and whatever. So I was able to fix. I was able to crack that code really easily, and I, I like Arion because it's just a fun game to play. It feels fun, but in terms of its construction, it's like okay, I figured this out pretty quickly. Yeah, here it's hook. I don't know. I don't think I won. Started winning consistently until like my fourth fifth play. You know, because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't figure it out. Like I'm, I'm sitting there with like you know my, my f- three voyages there, and my decks are out. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm never this bad at games. Uh, so I had to, I had to play it in order to, to kind of grok it. And so it took a little while, and eventually I got it. I think I'm, my win rate is kind of is pretty much above seventy percent at this point. Um, but so that was, but and, and I still enjoy the activity of the game. So that's the base game. Yeah. Then we again we then we get start mi- mixing in expansions. And you're right. You start to mix in the expansions. You start to mix in that track. I think the track is the best one. I agree, actually. It's very threatening. It, it ramps up the tension. Yeah. And it, you know, being able to back it up is also very exciting. Yeah. So you, in order to back it up, you have to take an action, but sacrifice the, or, or discard the, the cards for yeah. an action. Yeah. Uh, take the action, but just, but discard the reward. And so you don't want to discard your reward. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need it to get through the deck, but need it. and you, especially like you can do a big backup when by sacrificing a major coordinate action. Major coordinate actions are great. Like you know, discarding two of the same card is only four of the same card in the deck. Yeah. So discarding two of those cards is like, oh my god, and so I don't want to sacrifice an action. So, but you have to do it. Yeah. And the game gives you a little goodie if you do it uh, in terms of backing up the thing. You get some more resources. Um, but it's. Yeah, but like the timer of it, and like it's it's it feels very like you know the little meeples kind of coming at you and everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and if it arrives in your home world, then you die. Uh, <laughs> and then and then some of the other and so I mean, I like to play the big games of Oniverse. Not everybody does, you know, because the, the big games of Oniverse they tend to make the game very long. You know, so you're yeah. you're sitting there like a big game of Arion takes over an hour, which is yeah. way too much time for. It's so for most people with an universe game, I love it. I don't care because I just think I love the extra little buttons to push. Uh, so this isn't that bad. I don't think it takes an hour to play an, uh, the big Stellarian game, but it might be a little bit long for people. They, I think they want to know that like one or two expansions are good to mix in. Yeah. And like mixing one of the other expansions and the board. And I think that this is that's the ideal experience for this game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like, for example, I think the, the Glaucus Sun and maybe like Mirrors make for a really good match because mirrors give you more matching opportunities which gives you mm-hmm. a little bit of chance to manipulate that sun a little bit better right. um but of course just remember every everything you mix in gives you more little uh voyage cards that you have to actually complete yep. you have to launch more rockets in response to adding in more powers and, and goodies right. so uh you know be warned there are consequences <laughs> for taking all those <laughs> but um I, I just continue to be really impressed with the universe in terms of the base game is fun 
you yeah. add in modules and each individual module is fun. And then you add in every module and that's fun too. And yes. at, at, su- at any point in that chain, it could break. Like I yes. can see, uh, you know, adding in four modules into a game and it kind of breaks, right? I just reviewed Everdell on the channel. You cannot add in multiple modules. Like you, you know, you play, you're playing Pearlbrook. You're playing uh, or, or Spirecrest or whatever it is. Like you, you cannot play ever. You cannot play Pearlbrook and Spirecrest. Like that's a that's a bloated game, right? And the the way that um, Shaddy, the designer, is able to take these modules, but they don't kind of, uh, they don't like it. Doesn't like you may not like the game, but it works, right? So I actually you know? have an opinion about that, which is that the game is not thematic in the traditional sense, but Shaddy Torbay has a theme, and the theme is deck management and he's so laser focused in on that mechanism and he does this with all the games right like you know natillion was about what if i made a rolling move um you know like he focuses really hard in on that mechanism and then every single module is a contribution to how you can continue with variations on that theme so (laughs) he stays on theme and i think that that's why the modules all work if and it's also sense. the dedication to like good and bad. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give something to you, I'm gonna take something away. Yes. Yeah. And and just every module does that. And you would think like it kind of gets wrote after a while. No, keep, keep no. going. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually like really, yeah. The other thing I want to say is you know, you mentioned that you started to have like higher win percentages. Yeah. I so I mean everybody's always like, oh, replayability, you know, mm-hmm. am I gonna am I gonna get enough out of this game? I'm gonna get my money's worth out of this game. First of all, I paid 25 bucks for this game. I've definitely gotten enough time. No question. No question. Like, yeah. Absolutely. It's... I paid store credit for this game. I feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the other thing is that I actually like the game not just as like can I win, but as a meditative mm. practice. It captures the original spirit of Onirim like the first entry in that regard more i think than any of the others i'll say like okay so yes it, it very much reminds you of only rim if you look at my playthrough uh all the cards are sleeved because there's a fair amount of shuffling not as much as only rim but there is shuffling yeah and but I know you do you, it to yourself like you, you chose like, to do it with your action you like to shuffle <laughs> i do i do i love it i'm just like sh- 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 sh. like i have a fidget deck of cards in my desk so and we'll get to like where, we're not going to rewrite the entire universe, but we'll get to where like where it situates within all the different universe games. Yeah, I'll say like when it comes to uh, Oni Rim, the secret of that game is the key, and yes. how it you know you use that you get that key and it's like wow, this is like you know Willy Wonka's a golden ticket, and you know I now I can like really do something. I could save it. I can do you know discard it for this other power, whatever it is. And so there's no moment like that in Stellarion. There's no moment of like golden key and, and like kind of almost like a, a mid-game culmination point. Like you're right. relying on getting to the point of executing that launch and, the, you know, the launch does whatever it does. Yeah. Uh, so that's that feels cool, but it, it's like, it's almost like, um, like that part feels like homework. Like I have to do this. <laughs> I like homework. What? <laughs> No, seriously, like, you know, I joke about this in my Hadrian's Wall review, and we joked about it, we played that at um, at oh. PAX Unplugged, like, it's like doing your SAT, but like, to me, that was kind of a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, so like, the launching, it, it's a relief, really, because like, you know, because you've done five, six, seven moves, you plan things out, you you have that little hope, like, you know, maybe you dug something out that you didn't expect to dig out, and so like, launching those four cards is like a relief. 
It's like, yeah. okay, I, I, I've now proceeded this, uh, this, or, or like, um, you know, you're going through like a puzzle in a, an adventure game, like on a video game, and then you're doing, you know, puzzle, 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 and then the door opens, right? And so it's like you watch the door open, and there's a satisfaction in that, but like it isn't active, like this, like, you know, using a key, yeah. right? Or, or whatever it is. So, and I know that's like a subtle point, but in terms of like the, you know, experiential thing, like, and it's yeah. such a small game, the subtle matters. So, but as, uh, that, yeah. As an anxious person, I derive pleasure from the preparation. Yes. Okay. And not to. from the surprise of loss, right? Which mm-hmm. is the key. So, like for me, it actually works really nicely because it's like, oh, I have, I felt, I felt more control in Stellarion. Like even though yes. there's still some luck involved, you have more of a say. Like Onirim is luckier. Yes. Um, yes. And you know, so for me, I, I like a little luck in my games. Yes, but I think Delirion does it for me because it gives me more of a, it gives me more of a sense that I have some say. That's okay. I, I, so you you help me you help me with that. So it's like, why is the key so valuable? Because the rest of Onirim is so lucky. Yes, you know you don't know what could, is coming, and you're constantly getting that surprise, surprise, surprise. You're on your heels a little bit in Onirim, and then the key gives you that oh feeling of control. It's like yes. okay, now I can manipulate things and get things together. Stellarion is very much like. Um, you know, an actuarial table uh, game played. And it's like, can I manage this actuarial table? Can I uh, massage these boxes in Sudoku and, you know, uh, make sure I am able to kind of like get that one. When you play in like a Sudoku game, you always like kind of have a couple of really difficult squares. And yeah. once you get them, it's like, okay, now the rest of the game is, is cake. Uh, so like, you know, there's a bunch of like, you'll come to a point, a couple points, Larry, and where it's like, ooh, 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 I, I, I can't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't do that in onium onium is smooth because it's so lucky and it gives you enough control so this one gives you more of that you know that 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 ajita but also when you lose it's your fault (laughs) (laughs) yes in star and yes you you lose it is your fault yes But I, I like. appreciate I mean, that. Like, like Oni Rim <laughs> is that perfect combination of like breezy, but with enough control because of the key. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's so frictionless in the way it does it. Stellarion, it lays on, it lays, it lays it on you. It's like you got to yeah. do. <laughs> so uh, because you know exactly what's in each deck, you don't know when it's coming, and you have to respond to what comes out of those decks. But you know. Yeah, uh, what's in them so play good <laughs> yeah and like there will be the occasional game where you just cannot make it happen especially if you have to do like a lot of shuffling powers right. because there's one power that lets you shuffle a deck and then look at two cards and see what's on top and bottom so if you're right. being honest with yourself and actually shuffling correctly sometimes it just don't work out yeah and like if you get a lot of um fish cards at a discard early yeah like if you're yeah. sitting there with five nebula on your thing is like a starting thing, like redeal. Yeah. <laughs> mulligan. That's <where> you mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, overall. All right. So okay. Um, this I think this kind of gives us a moment where we're gonna have to talk about where they fit for us. So I actually yeah. took the liberty of looking up our list from the last time we did mm-hmm. this. So your one through six uh was Onirim, number two was Arion, number three was Castilian. Number four was Sylvian. Sylvian. Uh, number five was Urbion, and number six was Nautilion. Sure. For me, I also put Onirim first, yes. um, but I like Sylvian a little bit better. I love Tower Defense though. Um, and then I had Arion at number three, Urbion at number four, Nautilion at number five, and Castellion at number six. Like something about Castellion. It's been years. I need to like look up exactly what was mm-hmm. bugging me that bad about it. Um, I don't hate it at all. I don't. I don't dislike any of these games actually. Right. 
But um, yeah, my so, bottom game is a seven, is, is a, a seal yeah. of approval in the Dice Tower and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where would you put Stellarion in your list as it was? So with at time, you know, things get re-ranked, you know, and I've played them. I, I take them out like once a year, just kind of tour yeah. through them because I, I, I see my beautiful stack. <laughs> I, that's that's the part of like collecting a set of games. Like you, right. you collect them in the stack and it's just like beautiful. I'm going to make my way to the stack today. Um, so it's it's a solid three. It is a solid three on the list. Uh, so I, I, I don't know if another game will come in. Like it would have to be really good to displace only rim one area on two. I enjoy those games very, very much. Uh, at, you know, whether it's the base game or the expanded modules and all kind of stuff. Um, Stellarin is a solid three. Um, Oni Rim is breezier. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't get that angsty feeling when I'm playing Oniverse or when I'm playing Oni Rim. Uh, Oni Rim is that perfect combination of, you know, breezy lucky, but I have control because of the key. Yeah. Uh, when the key when the key does come, it just gives me that like it hits that Goldilocks sweet spot for me. Stellarion yeah. leans into the puzzly nature, and I'm a Sudoku player. I, I or like you know different ones, Kukuro and uh, Cross Sums, and all. I, I love those uh, variations. And so if I want that experience, then I'm going to go to Stellarion, and I still play it. Like I I finish my usually I finish a playthrough because I have a full playthrough in one stop co-op shop, and I put it away. It's like all right, I'm good. I, this is what I kept playing. Like, yeah. oh, I won't play again. I won't play again. That's a great sign. So, um, yeah, I love, I really like this one. I think this one might actually be a two for wow. me under mm-hmm. the OG. Um, because again, for me, like it has some of the same, I see some Arion in it in yes. terms of the collecting sets, mm-hmm. but because I have to reason it out, I, I find more pleasure in that personally. Right. Way less luck than Arion. Like Arion mm-hmm. is Yahtzee, you know? And there's this inherent thing in Yahtzee and it gives you enough to overcome, but yeah, you're still exciting. Stellarion, no, it's 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 a Suzuki player's game. Yeah. So for me, it really, really hits that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will expect to be pointed out just of an evening a lot over the next year. Mm-hmm. And in terms of re-ranking, like Stellarion actually pushed Sylveon down. So I think Sylveon will be like my five or six now yeah. because it stands out. So I like the feel of Sylveon, but I think if Shadi had to do it again, he would design slightly differently. Yeah. Because like, and, and Sylveon, like there's a lot of useless cards, right? The, the tree true. cards, the tree cards, like the, you, they are, they are only currency in Sylveon. Like you, how many people are planting seven trees? <laughs> in Sylvia, it's useless. You can't do anything with them. Uh, I think because Shadi, you know, there's just a natural, inevitable, inevitable thing. You mature as a designer. You get a little bit, you know, you get a little bit better in terms of like using your resources, being more efficient, packing more in the box, yeah. kind of thing. Sylveon was, I think, the second or second or third in the Oniverse, mm-hmm. uh, the second big box game, yeah. and it kind of shows. I guess. I mean, in terms of a little bit of looseness of design, it feels good to play, but I don't think it's a ma- very mathematically sound game, or it's not a it's not a, a firm basis at all. There's yeah. a lot of like you know very unevenness there. So when Shadi decides he wants to revisit Sylveon, I'll take another look. But Stellarion did that for me. Stellarion kind of made me want that, made me want that stable experience, and upon that stable experience, there is fun to be had. Yeah, I can see that. My opinions about Sylveon, I think that next time we actually do this full list, it'll be lower, but it's also partially because other tower defense games that I like that right. are 
you know, card based and just doable solo have arrived in the world. Like you're and, doing all these war games and half of them are tower defense games. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, tower defense at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I love tower defense. And but, you know, Sylveon doesn't necessarily stack next to some of the other options that right. I've been enjoying in the last couple of years. So, I mean, it's still really good. I still like it. I still recommend it. You know, we're not saying like never. No, you know, like that's not the. That's what people assume. People assume that like if we don't think it's good, that it's bad. No, get out of the binaries, people. We we enjoy all these games, and not yeah. not you people. Uh, if you this doesn't apply to you people, then <laughs> there are you know some, if it's about you. Some folks out there that will because we get the comments, uh, you know, further frequently of like, oh, you don't like this. We didn't say that, but that's what how they people project when we say yeah. when we don't like glowingly praise a game. Well, like we play so many games though that it's kind of like food. Like not every meal you eat has yeah some like a Zagat rating or how whatever it is. Like, you know, what I mean? like I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 more that that do I think the thing that the Oniverse games do, do best is that they fit into a person's kind of gaming diet yeah. in a way that really makes a lot of sense. Um, if you like these, if you like these designs in general, um, they're all going to do something for you. They, there's enough variety between them that this set alone can give you a lot to do. They're not expensive. They're small. They have neat little modules to spice each individual one up. Like I, you know, I think that there, I just have so much respect for this entire series because of what it delivers. And I think um, it's the same price. Like, you know, so whatever only room the price was at like 25 bucks, 30 bucks. And uh, I, I used to credit, so I don't exactly know, but it's in that range, not more than 30. Uh, yeah. And like, that's, that's crazy because everything's gone up. You know, yeah. I, I have uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars over here, the pandemic game. And that was 60 bucks. What? That, that, yeah. I, I did that. I did not pay for 60 bucks for pandemic. And for so for more product to come out in this line and for all of it, if you're like, let's say you're brand new to the series and you want to just buy it, like you can get all the games at the same price. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's you can get the full set for I mean, Urbion doesn't count right now. Not right now. So, you know, I'm taking Urbion off the list, by the way, I've taken Urbion off the list uh, because I know we're getting the big box version. So I'm waiting for the big box version to come out. Yes, yes. But if you bought all six currently easily available ones now, that'd be what, 150 bucks ish? Yeah. That's cheaper than most people spend on one Kickstarter. Like I've spent over $150 right. on one game right. that wasn't as good <laughs> as any of these <laughs> in the past couple of years. <laughs> one game. I'm looking at a bunch of $150 on my floor right now <laughs> in shrink. <laughs> <laughs> High burn cycle. <laughs> <laughs> horizon zero dawn <laughs> all these games don't admit that jason don't admit I'm <laughs> <laughs> we're in a safe space we could admit these things <laughs> but um you know i i feel like these games just will always have a place in my collection i like the game solo i like solitaire stuff these are all solid at a minimum right and these this slot's right like near the top so I, i'm a yeah. big tiny epic fan so tiny epic is a um you know that's a that's a system that i really like uh, and i've gotten all the games for it and I can, I have to admit that like most of the more recent titles, they slot in kind of near the bottom. So it's like yeah. the, the bottom middle, bottom middle, bottom middle, like solid games, happy to own them, happy to play them. But very few of the more recent ones have kind of penetrated that top level. I can truly say, you know, seven games into the Oniverse, Stellarian kind of fits into that top tier. Yeah. That's an achievement. That's great. Yes. I, I love that I can say that. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So uh, I guess that about sums up our opinions on Stellarion. Do you have any like last thoughts before we close out? Chatty, 
<laughs> that's it that's all i got shaddy more <laughs> i'm in absolutely yes we uh we are grateful for these lovely solo offerings and i'm so happy that we're gonna get three more years of like a new one every year mm-hmm. it'll be the end of an era when that last one comes out but i won't think about that for another three years i, I mean i had a shaddy in the show like he has more designs and yeah. So Inpatience is going to be his own design studio. He's going to use that to publish stuff. He's published a game by Morton Monrad Pedersen, which, I mean, we love Morton. <laughs> so I'm an Automa person, if you don't know who Morton is. Uh, and so I'm le- I'm hopeful to get that one uh, on the table eventually. And he has more designs. Like he, I, He's cooking on like at least, you know, I, I, I don't want to put a number on it, but like way more than the 10 of the Universe. He just, he says, okay, the Universe is for a particular experience. Yeah. The Universe is for, okay, that, like you said before, like one mechanism that is, you know, cooked into a game. And then that that piece where it's like, okay, I can put in the modular pieces. And also, like, he is dedicated to the co-op. I think people um, kind of, you know, poo-poo on the co-ops in some of these games. But I'm absolutely guilty of that. It's true. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them are just, I just, I feel personally don't work. But he's dedicated to it. And some of them do work. I mean, uh, you know, the the Arion co-op is actually pretty good. And I've actually played only even co-op. Uh, a fair number of times. So like he needs to be happy with the core, like, like the core, what's there, the modular pieces and the co-op in order for it to be Oniverse. But there's plenty of games he's designed a two-player co-op. He has a, a pure solo that resists a co-op for whatever reason. Yeah. And he wants to publish those games. We'll see if he can, but uh, we're, we're we're definitely going to get more Shaddy. Even if we don't get more Oniverse, we'll get more Shaddy. And I think, uh, uh, and so that there's that piece. And I think the artist style will change across yeah. the different games. So we even mentioned the art, like the art is uh, uh, Elise Plessis, I think her name is, and more. <laughs> it's just, it's charming to be in this world and you, you like it or you don't, but it's more of the, what um, that artist is producing. So, Yeah, I dig it personally. I think it's, I mean, it makes it so distinctive. Like an Oniverse game doesn't look like anything else. Like, a, yeah. And so Oniverse will be coded, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have a parentheses around it, but there will be more shaddy, there will be more impatience games. So looking forward to those. Absolutely. And for now, though, we got Stellarion. It's very enjoyable. Jason and I both recommend it. So uh, thanks so much, y'all, for watching. Um, please like, subscribe, comment, support me on Patreon or the one-stop call shop on Patreon or, you know, all of us. Uh, I know you, y'all are also rich out there. <laughs> the most yeah. of all. <laughs> <laughs> Contribution. Hey, look, one or two dollars. <laughs> most people who are in this hobby, at least, can afford one or two dollars a month. And if you, you if you prioritize our two channels, then we would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> but most of all, happy gaming. Later, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.